now what is that? Well, let's first welcome you to the podcast. Welcome to Sci-Fi Guy. And what's that music? Oh, that's the theme from Mad Men, one of my favorite TV shows, and maybe it's one of yours. I love that theme song. The theme music is from an artist called RJD2. You heard that right. Not R2D2, but RJD2. Uh, the name, the official title is A Beautiful Mine. And the artist is Ramble John Crone. So he does like a, a play on, you know, R2D2. So RJD, Ramble John Crone. And he calls himself RJD2. Song is A Beautiful Mine. And that is the official theme of Mad Men. Yes, one of my favorite shows. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the sci-fi Star Trek connection, and there's a hearty one. Okay. Now, this uh, wonderful show, Mad Men, was created by writer Matthew Weiner, who before playing around with Mad Men in the ad game, the ad men or Mad Men, was one of the staff writers on The Sopranos. So if you love Tony and the mob, you just might also love Don Draper and his mob of ad men. Don Draper's played by John Hamm, and he's one of the most intriguing yet still mysterious characters probably in any drama. Then we have Roger Sterling, played by John Slattery, as one of the partners in the firm. You guys know him. John Slattery plays Tony Stark's dad in the Marvel movies. That's right. Iron Man's daddy. Wonderful actor. One of my favorite characters on Mad Men is Roger Sterling is John Slattery. And these are the treasures you'll find in Mad Men. You'll find wonderful actors, including so many from our Star Trek world, which hopefully I'm going to introduce you by talking about Mad Men. So let's get down to it. What is Mad Men, if you don't know? I'm sure you've heard of it. Mad Men is an American period drama. This is right from the wiki. It's a TV show created by Matthew Weiner and produced by Lionsgate TV. Series ran on the cable network AMC from 2007 to 2015, lasting for seven seasons and 92 episodes. Its fictional time frame, you know, the one that's actually in the series that they follow, is from 1960 to 1970. Lots more, but this is a, one of the most interesting things. Okay, Mad Men received widespread critical acclaim for its writing, acting, directing, its visual style, and, and historic, historical authenticity. It's won many awards, including 16 Emmys and five Golden Globes. The show was also the first basic cable series to receive the Emmy Award for Outstanding Drama Series, winning the award each year of its first four seasons. I think that's still a record, so consecutive wins for 2008 to 2011. It is widely regarded as one of the greatest television series of all time and as part of the early 21st century golden age of television. And I cannot recommend it enough. I cannot, you know, uh, give you guys more reasons to watch. Um, one of the visual reasons to watch, and this is on record, again from the wiki, Matthew Weiner, the creator, listed Alfred Hitchcock as a major influence on the visual style of the series, especially the film North by Northwest. And it, it's funny because the very first episode um, I was, you know, watching, I kind of stumbled upon it. My mom was watching it, and I'm like, you know, let me take a chance. And I was like, this really reminds me of North by Northwest. And then years later, Matthew Weiner confirmed it. And, of course, again, he was from The Sopranos. He was a staff writer on the great HBO series The Sopranos. And David Chase, the creator of The Sopranos, hired Matthew Weiner because of him reading his Mad Men script, which had not been produced at that time, but it was his 
sort of passion project. So again, what, why should we care as Star Trek fans or some, you know, science fiction fans in general and Star Trek in particular? All right. Well, one of the interesting things is that Andre and Maria Jacques-Montin, I hope I pronounced that right, Andre and Maria Jacques-Montin, I believe that's how it's pronounced, they're a husband and wife writing team, and they were the story editors on Enterprise, on Star Trek Enterprise, and they wrote several episodes of the Captain Archer-led Trek show. So right off the bat, we have a creative team within Mad Men that wrote for Trek. Now, they became the executive producers of Mad Men, and they wrote many of the episodes and highly influenced the show. So let's see who is on it. Why should we care? You ready for the, the Trek actors? Denise Crosby, Ray Wise, Morgan Shepard, Mark Moses, Brian Markinson, and many more. Now let's get down to the details. Denise Crosby, of course, the awesome, the awesome Tasha Yar. And of course, she also played her half-Romulan time-tripping daughter as well, Sila. Crosby has a small role in Mad Men. A couple, I think it's two or three episodes, but it's a memorable, memorable one. She's a horse trainer who works at the stable where Betty Draper, Don, you know, Don Draper's wife, hangs out and rides. Okay, Ray Wise, he plays one of the proto-Vulcans, remember, in Who Watches the Watchers? One of the Mintakans. And in one of my favorite Voyager episodes, that's Hope and Fear, as the great Borg basher Arturus, who, who, you know, he fools the crew and Janeway into thinking they found an advanced starship to finally get the tired crew home, and it's all a big scam just to you know, get them to the Borg and have revenge. One of my favorite Star Trek actors, guest stars, is Morgan Shepard. Uh, he plays the great Dr. Ira Graves, remember, in Next Gen's The Schizoid Man. And he also played the alien in the Voyager episode Bliss with the, remember, the hungry, deadly pitcher plant uh, thing, like Entity. It's a sort of a bioorganism which devours starships. And he, yeah, that's right, he was also the Klingon guard, like the prison warden or guard in Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. Remember at the end, and, you know, with the, with the, the, the great Morpher, the great shapeshifter, and, 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 and Kirk, and they're leaving, and he has to shoot one, and he shoots one of them, and he shoots, of course, he doesn't shoot, shoot Kirk. And in Mad Men, he plays Lane Price's dad. He's a vitty, a vitty stern British father who more than disciplines his sons. And I won't, even, I won't even spoil that for you, but he disciplines his adult son. All right, let's move on to Mark Moses. Okay, Mark Moses, after he plays Duck, uh, he's one of the prime movers and shakers of Mad Men, and he's uh, sadly one of the most tortured alcoholics. Uh, alcoholism is explored greatly throughout Mad Men, very adult, you know, and very, very seriously. Mark Moses played uh, in the Voyager episode Riddles, which is, a, which is a great one, and he's a really good actor. And here's, a, here's an actor close to my heart because he played one of the leads in my next-gen episode, Homeward, uh, Brian Markinson. He played Vorin in Homeward. He's also appeared in Voyager and Deep Space Nine. The Voyager episodes were, were uh, Cathexis, Cathexis, and Faces. And on DS9, he's in the episode In the Cards. That's the one with Jake and Nog trying to make deals to get Ben Sisko his, his baseball card. And in the Voyager ones, I'm pretty sure he plays a Vidian in, in those episodes. So the list goes on and on. The real fun part is spotting these actors who you know and love from Trek, you know, and seeing what parts they play in Mad Men. So I'll, uh, I'll leave you to watch it. Hopefully, uh, really think about it, guys, though. Advertising, whether you like it or not, it remains one of the most powerful forces in our lives, right? I mean, it, it shapes our thoughts. It influences what we like or love, even if we're not aware of it. Like, I'll, 
start humming, a, you know, a, a, a TV a theme, a ad, TV ad. And I'm like, whoa, you know, I, I can't believe it's going through my head. I got to get it out of my head. But then I find myself doing it again because it's so catchy. So Mad Men depicts this development of culture mixed with the ad men, right? The ad men or mad men who really are the powerful forces in our lives, whether we like it or not, whether we hate or love it. You know, who really likes ads in a way, TV, especially, you know, commercials? In a magazine or newspaper, you can kind of ignore it more. You can pour over it if you want. But with TV, you, you know, you're kind of trapped unless you, you channel surf. And what's also fun for us fans is that Star Trek is mentioned, actually. It's mentioned in Mad Men, without spoiling it. Uh, one of the characters in Mad Men want to write for Star Trek. I think he submits a script or he tries, you know, so... I'm telling you, the Star Trek connection to Mad Men is a powerful one. It's fierce, so check it out. As usual, I want to thank you guys for listening. You can become either a paid subscriber. You're probably a free subscriber now if you're listening to this. But if you're not, you can also join up for free if you want, you know, the base stuff we do. And then for a small fee, I think it's 5 bucks a month. It depends on your range, but it's $4.99 for the base you know, the first subscription and that you get some exclusive goodies, you know, stuff that only the paid, the paid people get. So again, thank you for listening. We'll see you soon. Live long and prosper and have a good one.